I don't know if I'm alone on this, but has anyone ever made like a fresh stack of pancakes just to find out it was no syrup? <laughs> like that happened to me too many times or sometimes you do a sink full of dishes just to find out that it's dirty ones still on the stove. That happens all the time or even I'll go a little deeper. Sometimes we have good intentions when it comes to dealing with a person or a situation just to find out that they weren't genuine at all. So I say all that to say recently I had this realization that I've been divinely put into uncomfortable situations just to find out that I have separation anxiety with my peace. Anything that disrupts my peace can no longer be there. And I say that to say sometimes we create these preventative methods, whether that's boundaries or standards. Also, affirmations work as well, so we got to find ways of stamping it. I actually have an affirmation for all of us, so repeat after me. Peace is my preference. Peace is my preference. Peace is my priority. Peace is my priority. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to episode 10 of the Intentional Consumption Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Beans, coming through with the Mental Cuisine. Now, you may be listening to this at work, at the gym, on a plane, or at home, but make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, and download to your phone because we have a goodie today. Now, I haven't recorded in a minute, partially because I've been traveling a lot, but also the last time that I attempted to record, I was sick, under the weather. Every time I attempted to speak, I couldn't stop coughing. So, I haven't recorded in a minute. Mm. I think it's been about a month or something like that. So, shout out to all the podcasters and people who just have great consistency because it's not easy. On top of doing a podcast, we also have real life things going on outside. So I'm appreciative of my health, of my wealth, of the support system that I have around me, of the love and abundance that's constantly flowing through me. But just understand that we are back again with episode 10. And I have a lot to unpack just to kind of let y'all know what I've been up to. I think the last time we spoke, I was just getting back from Atlanta And y'all know I've been theater scouting out there because Transparency to Play will be in Atlanta at the top of next year. If not in February, definitely no later than March. So as soon as I got back from Atlanta, I was reached out to to go to Austin to Afrotech to get a bunch of different people's experiences, connect with different tech professionals, have a good time and all of that. So literally a couple weeks after Atlanta, I went to Austin for the first time. And Austin may sound like a random spot, a random location, but it is not. Austin is lit. Austin is lit with a capital L-I-N-T. So if you haven't been to Austin already, check that out. And if you just interested in going to Afrotech, a lot of people really enjoyed the conference. But outside of the conference, they had a bunch of things set up from day parties to festivals and night parties and specials and all of that. Look, you ain't hear from me, but whether you're a tech professional or not, 
You might want to go to Afrotech next year because it's not going to be in Austin. It's going to be in Houston. And you already know how that's going to turn out. So, yes, went to Austin, came back from Austin. I was sick. I literally didn't do nothing for a week. Shortly after that, one of my best friends, he was like, yo, bro, we're supposed to go to Dallas, but you were sick. Can we at least go to Detroit or something? I'm trying to catch this Lions home game. So right after Austin, went to Detroit, went out there for a weekend, had an amazing time. And not to cut for a commercial break, but there are a lot of different unique things about Detroit that I didn't know. Number one, Detroit, people know it's called Motown or Motor City. It's architecturally designed like a wheel, get it, like motor. So I thought that was cool. It was also one of the last stops in the Underground Railroad that slaves stopped at before they got to Canada. I thought that was cool. Um, what else? They have great food. Also, I went to, what is it called? Motown, like Barry Gordy, The Temptations. If you haven't seen The Temptations movie, you know what I'm talking about, The Blue and White House. Went there. That was pretty cool. Um, just learning more about black history and how Barry Gordy used to work at a car factory. But once he was tired with that, he felt like if he can take these rundown cars and transition them into state of the art vehicles, why can't he do that with talent? And I just thought it was very amazing. Amazing. So that was cool. The Lions game was cool. It was cold as heck, but we endure. And as soon as I got back from Detroit, came back to L.A. for a couple days, then flew back out to Jersey to see fam for Thanksgiving and everything like that. So it was another 30 degree or 25 degree atmosphere. And what I realized being from the East Coast, but now living on the West Coast, I can't really do the cold weather anymore. It, it like freezes me. It does something to my skin and my family doesn't understand when I'm looking around like, Ugh, y'all live like this? Are y'all Eskimos? Is this literally what I grew up in? So it might sound crazy, but I just feel like as an adult, you can decide what type of environments you want to live in. Me personally, I like to be in more warmer environments. However, I have no problem going home, visit my family, but I can't be out there for too long. It's just something about... Mm, it's just something about that cold weather that just just rubs me the wrong way. Call me whatever you want, but can't do it. But I'm back. As you can see, I'm back. I'm back, y'all. I'm sorry for the wait. Again, I got sick and I've been traveling. I thought about bringing my microphone with me on the road, but it's just... Hey, things happen. Things happen. But speaking about things happening, there's a couple different things that I want to talk about. First thing that I want to talk about, we're going to get into sports. As y'all can see, Philadelphia sports have been doing their thing. The Phillies came up a little short, but it's cool. There's always next year. The Sixers have been doing their thing. I believe they're number one in the Eastern Conference. Don't quote me on that. But the last time I checked, they were. But let's get into these Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, my God. Yo, to be an Eagles fan is to constantly have to have... The, the, the hospital on speed dial or the ambulance close by because you're literally always on the edge of your seat, about to pass out. It's always a roller coaster type game. However, yesterday, the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Buffalo Bills, the Eagles came out victorious in overtime because that's what we fucking do. Pardon me for spitting, but that's what we do. 
We're victorious. We're, we're resilient. People are always counting us out. I'm so happy and grateful that I watched this game because the Eagles are a reflection of how we can live day to day. Some of y'all who are not Eagles fans might not agree, but check this out. You could just be minding your business. You are who you are. Sometimes people will have no reason but to just hate on you. Like they just choosing to hate on you. They're going to tell you what you're not going to do. They're going to keep throwing excuses and things at you to reasons why you shouldn't do this and why you're not going to do this. And when you constantly prove them wrong, it gives like an added boost of confidence and reassurance. Like, no, I am who I proclaim myself to be. Would Jalen Hurts always say, let the main thing be the main thing? Like, let the main thing be the main thing. If that's not an affirmation, I don't know what is. I think we all got to decide what's our main thing. To the Philadelphia Eagles, it might be the Super Bowl. When Jalen Hurts says, let the main thing be the main thing, that might be his or their affirmation. You got to decide what your main thing is. But me personally, again, the Eagles are nothing but a reflection of what we run into in our day-to-day -day activities. People are always going to tell you what you can and cannot do, but once you continuously prove them wrong, it's just, it's just an added boost of, I told you so, or an added boost of, I'm going to continue to do me regardless to whatever y'all talk about or think about. So again, I'm going to continue to toot that horn because why not? Why not? Now, that's all the sports news that I really wanted to talk about. And as far as current events, there's nothing really that I want to dive super into because I feel like everything is just this big matrix of things that people trying to force you to see or force you to believe. Or there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes. And I know how journalism works. So. This week, personally, I'm choosing not to dive in, but what I do want to dive in is you guys' favorite part of this show. I'm not going to do the whole song because, again, like I said, I'm recovering from being a little sick and I ain't trying to cough and fighting through it, but... Break It Down Beans, here to break down your favorite TV shows, movies, books, whatever people refer to me or whatever I personally run into because I like to break down the things that I personally like. And one thing that I did stumble upon during this Thanksgiving break or whatever you want to call it, has anyone ever seen the Tyler Perry movie, Why Did I Get Married? Or the second one, Why Did I Get Married Too? It had Jill Scott in it, Janet Jackson, um... Tyler Perry starred in it. Who else was in it? Tasha Kay. A bunch of different people were in Why Did I Get Married? But personally, when I first started watching these Tyler Perry movies, I probably was in, I don't know, elementary school, middle school, high school. But certain things that you watched back then, when you were younger, hit different now that you're an adult. So I bring that up because as I was watching Why Did I Get Married? I'm watching and I'm looking at the different dynamics as far as what people go to go through and why they felt as though they got married and different things like that. And certain things don't change. It's funny like how you were just how we would watch things just for the entertainment purposes while we were younger and now that we're deeper in our adulthood, you kind of like, I can relate to that. Or I know somebody in that situation or a lot of different things. So I bring that up because, again, it's interesting the things that we used to just watch for entertainment 
that circling the block and now watching them now as adults, how they impact you. It's another movie that hit different now as an adult. Um, freaking, I don't know, The Wood is, a, is another one from a bunch of boys transitioning from boys to men and how they now navigate their adulthood based off of how they were influenced when they were younger. There's a lot of different nuances that we can choose to identify and march forward with. But again, I bring up this Tyler Perry movie. If y'all choose to go through the Tyler Perry rabbit hole, a bunch of his movies are on Tubi right now. Tubi is the new thing. Do not sleep on Tubi. A lot of Twitter be clowning a lot of the Tubi movies, but they do got some low-key gems on there too. But again, I bring it up because while I'm navigating adulthood and manhood and different things like that, I'm constantly reminded of how I got here. Or I'm constantly putting myself in a situation to just be reflective. Like, why exactly do I make the decisions that I make? Or why is it that I might have this gregarious, benevolent personality that pulls people in? Like, have I always been this charismatic? Were there things that I had to unlearn or a bunch of different things? Like, why do I interact with people the way that I do? And I'm constantly in this crossroad of thoughts, but I just want to say I'm extremely grateful for how I was raised, how I came up, the environment that I came up in, because it has literally gave me the the skin, the willpower, the ability to endure that I operate in in my present. A lot of times we see different interviews with people who are always bashing their childhood or speaking from a place of lack, but literally when I just went home for Thanksgiving, as I was sometimes just staring and looking at my family and engaging in conversations, I'm extremely grateful. I wouldn't have had it any other way. So I might have went on a little tangent then and there, but what I want to challenge you all is to take a moment to be reflective. Take a moment to identify certain consistencies in your life. If you want to take it another layer or go a little deeper, if you want to identify your vices or things that you want to release but kind of ask yourself, how did you land here? How did you end up in this place? And the deeper and deeper that you go into yourself, when you decide to zoom out, you'll be able to see the larger picture. One of the best things that you can do is be reflective. That's one of the best things. So though we can get caught up in sometimes the motion of our day-to-day -day routines or the day-to-day -day actions, don't be afraid to take a moment to zoom out again. Zoom in, then zoom out and be reflective. And you'll be surprised at what you discover. So that's one thing that I just want you all to, again, take the time to break down. If you choose to, Tyler Perry, why did I get married? And why did I get married too? Now that you have your adult minds, if you already seen it or if you're watching it for the first time, it's a goodie. Another thing that I actually read was... One of my favorite childhood books, Are You My Mother by Dr. Seuss. And if you haven't read that book, it's a book about a bird traveling to around nature or in the forest, basically, to find his mother, right? He's asking a dog, are you my mother? The dog says no. He's asking a bunch of different animals or things, are they their mother? They constantly say no. To eventually he finds his mother.
Why did that book impact me the way it did? It impacted me the way that it did because recently I was talking to a kid who was adopted and they actually never met their parents. Their parents deceased, you know, rest in peace. But I thought about it because I feel like there are a bunch of different people who inadvertently like are searching for their parents, are searching for, if not the physical aspect of their parents, some level of connection, some level of reassurance, some level of just like a, a bonding moment. And again, just like the Tyler Perry movies, things that then hit you as impactful when you were younger that may be more impactful today. That's another book that I feel like has a very hidden, subtle message. Again, it's called Are You My Mother? A little birdie going around searching for his mother, searching for that connection. There are a lot of adult little birdies, childlike or people who don't have a connection with the childlike version of themselves who are unconsciously searching for that connection with that parent figure or some type of something to let them know their emotions or who they are are valid and it's just it's something trippy or tricky to think about but hey I'm just a messenger I'm just letting y'all know a piece of the things that I've been breaking down in my day-to-day activity so those are the main things that I want to break down I mean I've downloaded a lot of stuff over this past month but y'all know I like to keep the podcast not too long, but those are just, again, fractions of the things that I've been breaking down. We talked about why did I get married and why did I get married too, and Are You My Mother by Dr. Seuss. I don't usually just rhyme like that, but sometimes the bars just come out. Y'all break them down if y'all choose to. But again, that was another moment or a day in time as far as breaking down beans. Now, the would you rather that I have for today is inspired by just my day-to-day thoughts. Y'all let me know which one you would rather. So, would you rather if your safety was guaranteed, I'm going to say that again, your safety is guaranteed even if you got to put yourself in a mystical thinking world and not your present moment, would you rather travel the pits of the ocean. Like I said, safety is guaranteed. Not like the situation that happened a little while ago. Safety is guaranteed. Would you rather travel all areas of the ocean or would you rather travel different areas of space? Which one would you rather embark on? Which journey would you rather embark on? I'm going to say that again. Would you rather travel the different pits of the ocean or would you rather travel in space? Me personally, if I knew my safety was guaranteed, I'd like to travel space. Why do I choose space? Well, number one, space is just bigger than the ocean. But also, some people don't believe that there's life out there. I personally believe in aliens. I believe there's 100% absolutely life in this vast world. And I think it's very arrogant of if you want to call us earthlings, humans, whatever you want to call us, the thing that we're the only things that exist. There's parts of the ocean that we haven't even discovered, animals that we haven't even met. And you're going to tell me, out of these million, quazillion, billion planets and things out there that there aren't other life forms? 
Crazy. Crazy. So I just let y'all know which one I would rather embark on. Y'all let me know which one y'all want to embark on. So speaking of bark, speaking of would you rather, there's something that I'd rather do right now. And that's let you guys in on a little story. So again, when I was home, I'm traveling around, listening to different stories, laughing with different family members. And I have an aunt who's probably one of the funniest people in the world. She's always been funny. And <laughs> recently, I was also watching Gullah Gullah Island. Now, that's a show that used to be on Nickelodeon, but follow me. So growing up, my aunt used to always call my cousin Binya Binya. She used to always say, like, come here, Binya Binya, or whatever. Like, that was just an ongoing joke that she had. As a kid, I never knew why she called them Binya Binya. Recently, when I was watching Gullah Gullah Island, the yellow frog that be jumping around, guess what his name is? His name is Binya Binya. My aunt be called my cousin Binya Binya. <laughs> Pardon me. <coughs> she been calling him Binya Binya, damn near most of our lives. <laughs> Yo, black people are funny when it comes to jokes and these nicknames. Oh my God. I never knew that. I never knew that. And I bring it up because I have a bunch of different cousins who had nicknames that they asked the grandparents not to call them anymore, different things like that. But my, I went over my grandma crib too. And y'all not going to believe this. Well, some of y'all who know me will believe this. Some of y'all who don't know me, y'all probably still believe this or not. My nickname growing up was Heads. Like H-E-A-D-S. Pause. But Heads, right? Because I got a big head. And I hated that nickname. Especially when my grandma used to call me Heads in front of like my friends at school or wherever I was at. So when I went over my grandma crib and she called me Heads again... Part of me, like the childlike version in me, still felt like a, uh. But at the end of the day, like, good now. But I just remember being a kid, like, yo, I really did not like that nickname. So I want to ask y'all if y'all care to share or not share or just want to reflect upon yourselves. Do y'all have a nickname that y'all didn't like? Or do y'all know someone who had a nickname that they didn't like or that was just flat out, out of pocket, inappropriate but growing up it just is what it is i'm trying to think besides binya binya is actually not the craziest nickname that i heard i know so i'm not going to say it on here just out of respect of some of these people but i know some people who have some diabolical heads is not the worst in the world regardless of people think i know some people who have some diabolical nicknames that their family still calls them which is crazy which is crazy but Again, we learn to love and we learn to move forward, but it's just, it's just interesting. It's definitely, definitely interesting. So that's something that I just wanted to let y'all know, get a little vulnerable as far as a moment that I had where I was triggered by a nickname that I've had my whole life and how I had to release it. And it's my grandma, like whatever. Call me, call me whatever you want. That's not the worst thing in the world that a person can be called. But um, yeah, it's very, very interesting. Very, very comical. Very, very fun.
because it's funny. And speaking of fun, it's something that I want to put y'all on to. So I have some frat brothers who created something very, very cool and unique. And that cool and unique thing is this game called Lyrically Correct. Now, Lyrically Correct is a trivia game that deals with trivia from 90s and 2000s, hip-hop and R&B. If you're looking to find them, you could just type in Lyrically Correct on any social media platform. But this game is very, very enjoyable, especially now around the time, like holiday times when you're pulling up on people's cribs and you're trying to just figure out what kind of fun you want to have. This game, Lyrically Correct, is one of them. So... Again, if you try and be the cool person pulling up with a great game, I suggest that you tap into this one. Now, I'm going to read one of the cards so that you guys can know exactly what, it's, exactly what it's about. So, like I said, trivia from the 90s and 2000s R&B and hip-hop. I'm going to ask you all right now live. I'm going to give you all a couple moments to think about it too. Who did Fat Man Scoop tell to be quiet? A, the kids, B, the ugly people, C, all the chicken heads, D, the broke people. Let me give y'all a little moment. And the answer is C, all the chicken heads, be quiet, all the chicken heads, be quiet. Oh, okay, okay, I'm going to get y'all another one. I'm going to get y'all one more just, just so y'all can know how amazing the game is. And mind you, this is not a paid ad. I'm just, I'm just you know, just a good friend. Like, and I like the support. Who's, who supports me? Now, the next one is, let's see if y'all paying attention. What shouldn't you do if Monica just wants to be all alone? I'm going to say that again. What shouldn't you do if Monica just wants to be all alone? Do 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 don't 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 take it personal. That's it. That's the no. That was more of a Janae Aiko bop. My bad. Don't take it personal. That yeah. That's more of the Monica bop. Nonetheless, y'all get what I'm saying. Got R&B and hip hop trivia. It'll be perfect for the hol for, for the holidays. Again, this game is called Lyrically Correct. Tap in with the guys. You won't be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. Now, the affirmation that I have for today, because I missed y'all. I missed y'all so much, and I know y'all missed me. The affirmation that I have for y'all today, repeat after me. I have a limitless... I have a limitless amount of resilience and I will continue and I will continue to be rewarded for my endurance. I'm going to say that again because I was a little tripped up on it. I have a limitless amount of resilience and I will continue to be rewarded for my endurance. Now, y'all take that, y'all receive that, y'all download that. Again, y'all know I haven't been here in a little minute because I've been traveling and getting over the flu and just all these different things. But we back now, episode 10. 
Yo, it's one of the hardest things you can ever do in life sometimes is be consistent. Is be consistent, especially when a lot of things are thrown at you to try to tip you off of that consistency. But we endure. We are a resilient people. And again, I'm just extremely grateful that I've been able to travel, to meet different people, have these serendipitous interactions, go home, be around family, get that necessary recharge, and to be back out west, catching up on orders and things like that, and continue to put one foot, one foot in front of the next. When I went home, I sold a bunch of merch, a bunch of merch. I went out there with too many t-shirts because it was cold and people mainly wanted hoodies and crewnecks, but still, to be able to create something that adds value to people that they want to support and just help grow is just a very, very amazing thing. I was in the airport, people were stopping me buying the merchandise off of my body. I didn't even tell anybody that. I was at the airport, stopping to get a quick drink real quick. Will was like, oh my God, I love your hat. Where can I buy it? You can buy it off me. Boom. I almost, pause of applicable, I almost came back out west naked. Because people was trying to buy the clothes off of my body. That's where we at with it now. That's the power of consistency. One of my boys texted me the other day and was like, yo, bro, how did you get your brand to where it is at now? How did you get your brand to where it's at now? And I'm like, yo, bro, I just, first, you got to believe in it. Like, you got to believe in it yourself. Without me pushing and pumping, be intentional and peep and pivot the way that I do, those are just words. Be intentional is just one phrase, two words, three dots. Peep and pivot is just three words in the dot. By yourself. If we're just talking about in a singular way. But the energy, the love, the intention, the consistency with me wearing it every day. With me finding different ways to wear the merchandise. With me also being an intentional person. With me also peeping and pivot. Acknowledging and redirecting. Me also kind of living what I say and living what I wear, living what I put out. That's what makes it so potent. That's what makes people be like, you know what? He is who he proclaims himself to be. So how did I get the brand where it's at today? Being what I speak about, there are a lot of people who say things and they don't always add action or deliberate focus behind certain words. But that's not my issue. Because how am I going to tell people to be intentional if I'm not intentional? How am I going to tell people the power of identifying and redirecting, freaking peeping and pivoting if that's not something that I stand by, something that I support? So that's the secret sauce. You got to believe in it more than anybody that you know. And I say anybody that you know because out of all the people that you know, if no one that you know supports you, there are still millions and billions of other people who may potentially Support you. So you don't got to kind of stay commit, not necessarily committed, but rely on just the people that you know. I was willing to push my brand if everybody that I knew didn't support me because that's how much I believed in it, believed in myself. And now as a global brand, it's people who buy be intentional and peep and pivot all over the world. Prior to me starting this brand, the only shipping services that I knew about was USPS, um, UPS, and FedEx. Now I know DHL. DHL is something that ships internationally. And I'm not saying this in a flexing, braggadocious way. I'm saying in a way that, again, I had to believe in myself before anybody else did. And all I did was say, bet. I brought it up before. Growing up, 
I used to get into a lot of fights. And as soon as I, I felt like as soon as somebody said something to play me out, I would be like, all right, fight me then. That was the automated response. Fight me then. It might sound wild or unbelievable, but that was the standard. I don't do that anymore, but I still have that same temperament as far as as soon as it's something that I want to accomplish or something that tries to stand in the way from something that I want to accomplish, I'm more so like, well, what's up then? Like it's going to happen regardless. My cousin, my peers, they'll tell you. They'll tell you. They'll tell you. They'll tell you. Ain't no cap in my back. Ain't no cap in my my nothing. Ain't no cap in nothing. So I say all that to say. I bring this up to you all to understand in closing, you have to believe in yourself more than anybody else. What we talk about today, we talked about the victorious eagles. We talked about why did I get married? Why did I get married too? Are you my mother? We talked about would you rather? All these different things. And again, just to bring it back up, the best board game that you can have this holiday season is called Lyrically Correct. 90s and 2000s hip hop and R&B trivia. Don't say I never did nothing for you. And lastly, the affirmation, I have a limitless amount of resilience and I will continue to be rewarded for my endurance. What I want you all to do, if you haven't already, follow the Intentional Consumption Podcast on all podcast platforms. Like, comment, subscribe, download, share with your friends, leave a review, five-star rating, all these different things. I'm only going to keep continue to get better episode by episode. And it's just up. Visit www.chefbeans.com if you'd like to check more about or find out more about Chef Beans, buy some merch, leave a comment, leave an affirmation, leave me an affirmation, shoot, do whatever. If you want to recommend books, movies, all those different things, reach out to me however you feel is those best. Email, DM, whatever. Text message if you know me like that, whatever. What I want you all to do Come closer, let me come. Continue to be great. Continue to be mindful. But most importantly, most important, most importantly, be intentional. Chef Beans over and out, y'all. Chef Beans over and out.